Welcome back to another episode of Chappy Chats. Here we go again with another week, and as usual, it's been an interesting week in many ways. I'm a person of a spiritual nature. Some would say religious nature because they can't separate spirituality from a religion because basically a spirituality is a world philosophy, a worldview that looks at the world in certain ways through a certain lens, through a certain leader or teacher. And a religion is something that man made and he comes up with. And so a lot of people include Christianity and other forms in the fact that man just made it up. And they made it up so they could escape or have a way to explain the things they couldn't explain. And perhaps that is partially true, but as I thought about that this week, I wanted to end in the sermon and then some discussions between some people. Why is it that we do not believe truth or that there is any truth other than truth relative to us, relative to what we know, we see, we feel, we think, we like, we dislike, why is it that we don't believe the truth? And I think that's because a lot of things have been presented to us today as truth, and then later we find out that it was not the truth. Watching a movie, and uh, sorry if I ruin it for you if you haven't seen it, about how they got the young soccer team out of the cave in Thailand and they didn't tell them at first how they got them out, but when the movie came out, it went through and showed the details, and even the agony of coming to the decision of how to get them out. Because they came to a point that the rain was going to come again, they couldn't pump the water out fast enough, the kids were going to surely die if they didn't get them out soon. But yet they couldn't have the kids panic on the way out, so they decided to anesthetize them, knock them out basically, tie them up, put them down, tie a tank to them, and go out one by one with a experienced diver taking them out. The problem was, if they woke up, they could panic. If they uh, didn't sedate them enough, they woke up, they could panic. Or if they gave them too much, it might kill them. So that was the dilemma, and they didn't want anybody to know that. And, of course, it didn't come out till after the rescue was effected, and it turned out well. All of them made it out alive. Only one diver lost his life, and I remember that from when the incident occurred. What I didn't know was there was another man that lost his life, another diver, but not during the recovery of these kids, or the rescue, rather, of these kids, but because of a blood infection he got during the from a scratch during the operation, and then later got that infection, and it killed him. So we look at that, and we think, well, they didn't tell us. And we look at many other things, and they don't tell us many other things. And then we find out about them later, and it upsets us when we find those things out. And that made me think today that I want to give you two things, and they're not from the Scripture, other than the Scripture that I want to give you today before I give you these truths that someone put down. One supposedly was the leader in communist Russia, and the other, I don't know where it came from. I'm just going to be honest, but I've heard it all my life, and I think it makes sense. You see, in the Bible, there's a verse that says, there is a way that seems right unto a man, but whose end is destruction. And that's what I think 
that we get upset over because we don't know that our means are leading us to a destruction. We think they're right, and that's because we don't have anything to base except what people tell us, especially in this day and age. Even though, as we discussed at breakfast this morning, we can more and more go and look at Google and look things up, but then you still have to be careful because sometimes it's slanted to one side or the other, and you have to be careful what you're reading because it may not be the total truth. As I've told you before, there was a story of the headlines that Russia comes in second, U.S. next to last. And when you read about it, you find out eventually there were two in this particular endeavor, and the U.S. finished first, and the Soviet Union finished second. So when they said Soviets finished second, they were telling the truth. And in a way, they were telling the truth when they said the U.S. was next to last, but it meant they were first, and being next to last versus first is quite a bit of difference. So from the Bible, there's that expectation. Then the other thing is, in the Bible, it tells us that there's truth, and that truth from God will set us free. So I don't think we're too free today with what we have, and here's the reason why. Here's the two sayings. It is not he who votes that counts, but he who counts the votes. Now let's look at this. There are a lot of people upset with the last election, and they don't think Biden won, and I don't even want to get into that. But they don't think he won. And it doesn't matter whether I think he did or didn't. But prior to that, there was the hanging Chad and Gore and Bush. And we can go back and look through history, and there are many other places where there were shenanigans. And who knows, did the guy that win really win? We'll never be able to tell that for sure. And that's not the point I want to make today. The point I want to make is everybody gets upset, one vote, one man, and all of this stuff. And in the end, does it really matter who votes or does it matter who counts the votes? Because you have judges and lawyers and everybody deciding and when you have them deciding and they look at it and say, nope, that vote doesn't count. Yep, that vote counts. You still do not have one man, one vote because you've got somebody deciding, whether it's the electoral college or someone else. And who's to say who's the right expert as to whether that really was a punch or it was just hanging there by a thread or did it go through the machine that way and we got two votes and so therefore we should throw them both out. You don't know. It just depends on the expert. But then the other saying I've heard is, figures don't lie, liars figure. So, if figures don't lie, but liars figure. So, let's take our budget, for instance, and let's look at all the sides of looking at it. Oh, if we do this and we raise taxes and we print more money and we spend here and we spend here, that's going to bring inflation down. That's going to make everything better because we're helping these people out over here, but we're hurting these people over here because these people don't have, so we're going to take from these people over here and we're going to balance it out. The problem with that is you have liars figuring on both sides. They take and manipulate the numbers to come to the conclusion they want you to believe from their side so that they can get power over you. So, the figures may not lie, but the liars do figure. And how do you know someone's lying? 
they used to say a lawyer or a politician, their lips are moving because their job is to stay in power. Their job is not necessarily to do the best for you. They do the best as they see it. I saw a commercial recently, and it said one candidate was not sent to raise taxes, but when he got there and he says, well, it was the right thing to do. You see, that's the problem. It's the right thing they think to do, not us. And so I want you to think about this for a moment. Everybody has an expert. Everybody has a truth. But what's really been on my heart lately is there is only one truth that we can count on, and that is the truth of God. Now, I know that causes a lot of people a lot of consternation because there's a lot of things in the Bible that has been popularized in modern society that the Bible does not say is appropriate. And we can argue that another day. But the point is, there's a truth that never changes. There's a truth that says, if you live your life this way, you can be promised to have a good life. Not a perfect life, not a life without problems, but a good life. And yet these other people tell you, no, you can't have a good life unless you believe me. Unless you believe these facts, these figures I'm telling you, unless you believe. And I just, I just want to leave you with this thought because it's going kind of long today. But people... Find something to believe in besides government. I'm going to tell you right now, both parties spend out the wazoo. They think that we can spend our way out of this. And let me just conclude by this kind of thing. If you've got $100,000 coming in and you spend $150,000, then you're $50,000 in the hole. So now you'll spend more and then you're still only bringing in 150000 But if you decide to raise the budget, you decide to raise taxes, and you bring in 150000 but you've spent 200000 Well, you were already 50000 in the hole. Now you've spent 50000 more again. You're $100,000 in the hole. Ladies and gentlemen, that's how we've gotten to this big deficit we have of so million trillions of dollars because they don't believe the truth. Liars are figuring. They are saying they can spend their way out. There are two things I've come to learn at my age. You cannot send your way out of trouble. You can't tell enough big lies, kill enough people, do enough wrong things to get out of trouble. You have to quit getting in trouble. You have to change your life. You have to go in a different direction. I work in a jail, and you have to accept the truth that if you keep doing stupid stuff, you keep breaking the law, you keep doing it your way, the law will rise up and come against you and put you in jail. And that is the truth of the Scripture. You can rebel against God all you want to, but eventually, as it says in Galatians, if you sow to the wind, you'll reap the whirlwind. You do sow, and you do reap, and you reap what you sow. If you plant peanuts, you get peanuts. If you plant apple trees, you get apples, and so forth. If you plant, plant discord and separation and envy, 
then you get hatred and anger and disturbance. But if you plant peace and love and grace, you get that. You cannot spend yourself out of a hole. You cannot send yourself out of a problem. And that's what I really want you to know today. Look for a truth that goes beyond just today's headlines. Just those things that look correct. Because, again, being in law enforcement, you can go to a trial and you can hear experts on both sides, and then you're sitting there as a juror or even the public in general, and you're going, well, this expert said, and this expert said, which one's really the expert? So people, please, start looking at things for yourself. What is better? Is it better to forgive? Doesn't mean you got to be close friends. Doesn't mean you don't have to be careful. Doesn't mean you have to fully trust them. But it does mean that you forgive them and you give yourself an opportunity to heal and them an opportunity to change. But just going at each other and looking at each other as enemies and trying to say, I'm right because your liars have figured a way to say this is true is no way to go. Find the truth and live by it. Now, maybe you won't come to the same truth that I have come to, but if you're living by a truth that you can see, you can experience, you know to be true. As my friends, the Fitzgerald said, when Granny put in her Bible, T&P, tried and proved, that's what I'm challenging you to do. Don't just accept the headlines. Don't just accept that these people were against this bill because they just don't like a certain group of people. Maybe there's more to the story than you know. So think about that this week. Do you know the truth? Are you seeking the truth? Do you believe there is truth, blessing, protection, and favor until we meet again?